somebody ought to get that in your spirit tonight. Ain't no devil in hell hold me down. I've got to go high. Come on, let me hear you see it tonight. Come on, lift your voice and declare it. Ain't no devil in hell hold me down. I've got to go
tonight I got one little bit of business we need to handle but I want us to just remain in this mode of worship brother Leo stole my thunder I want to personally on behalf of this church give a result y'all don't have to go nowhere I mean we, 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 we still in this thing I want to give a great big shout of happy birthday to brother Patrick Donnelly again tonight Come on, somebody, put your hands together. Brother Donnelly, we love you very, very, 
very much. He turned 80 years young today. Brother Donnelly, you are an incredible example of faithfulness to this congregation. I pray that at 80 years old, I'm still as involved in the kingdom of God as this man is. A prayer warrior, a soul winner, a friend to all that know him. Brother Donnelly, we just celebrate you today, and we pray that the rest of your days are the best of your days. Amen. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Help me sing it, y'all. Happy birthday, Brother Don Lee. Happy birthday to you. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for this great man. Did anybody come ready for what God wants to do in this place tonight? How many of you were blessed by what the Lord did in this sanctuary this morning? I'm telling you what, this place was packed. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, is that you? <laughs> this place was packed this morning. And I'm telling you what, God is doing some incredible, incredible things. If you want to get a good seat around here, you better start showing up early on Sunday morning. We stacking them. And uh, I'm so thankful for what the Lord is doing. I want to go tonight quickly to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 2. <clears throat> 2 Corinthians chapter number 2. Now y'all just stay in church mode with me, all right? 2 Corinthians chapter 2, and uh, we're going to stand for the reading of the word of the Lord tonight. And while you're turning there, let me say what a privilege and honor it is to have all of our guests in the house of the Lord tonight. Would you help me one more time? Put your hands together. Come on, help me make some noise, church, and welcome all of our guests that are here tonight. Amen. So wonderful to look over and see Sister Martin in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. God bless you, sister. So glad to have you in the house of the Lord tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Just one verse of Scripture tonight. Now, I'm going to rear back. I don't know if I'm teaching or preaching tonight. We may do a little bit of both. But how many of y'all are just ride with me tonight? Is that all right? 2 <clears throat> Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 says, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. If you read that in the New Living Translation, it says, so that Satan will not outsmart us. For we are familiar with his evil schemes. And for a few moments tonight, I simply want to preach from this thought. Not today, Satan. 
Not today, Satan. I just need about 250 of y'all to let hell know, not today, Satan. What? Not today. I see you. I recognize you. Come on, put your hands together and give God a great praise in this house. Woo! God, if you promise to preach, teach with me, you may be seated tonight. There was a time when someone suffering from a heart attack had little chance of survival because he or she didn't know what was happening. And they ignored the symptoms until it was too late. But medical science began identifying common warning signs such as discomfort and pressure in the center of the chest and pain in one or both arms and shortness of breath. And so spreading awareness of the warning signs has greatly increased the survival rate for heart attack victims. Oftentimes, God's people are blindsided by spiritual attacks and when it comes to spiritual attacks, it is critical to recognize the warning signs for, for survival. If you're going to survive a spiritual attack, uh, you have to identify uh, when the enemy uh, is on your doorstep. Tell your neighbor you've got to recognize the signs. If you're taking notes tonight, you can write this down, that the first sign of a spiritual attack is loss of spiritual desire. Just as loss of appetite can be an indicator of a health problem. I don't see too many health problems represented in the building. Loss of spiritual desire is usually a clear indicator of a spiritual attack. There is a major difference between doing something merely out of an obligation and doing something because you delight in it and you desire to do it. Spiritual desire is evidenced in the heart that is on fire for God. David said it like this in Psalm 50 or 63 and 1. He said, Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, and my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. When you are on fire for God, nothing else compares. You find ultimate joy and fulfillment in the things of God. In one place, Jesus said, it is meet for me to do the will of my Father. It's what I live for. It's what keeps me going. It's what gets me up in the morning is looking forward to the things that God has prepared. 
And losing your spiritual desire or appetite does not happen overnight. It happens slowly, just as the serpent slowly and methodically tightens his hold on his prey to choke the breath out of them. The changes in your heart are subtle. Before you know it, you've allowed life issues to begin cutting into your devotion to God. And before long, you're too busy to read your Bible, too busy to pray in the Holy Ghost and renew your mind. And all of a sudden, you start feeling a disconnect when you pray. And, and so you start spending less and less time praying. Pretty soon you start finding good reasons to miss church. And instead of your heart being on fire, it becomes lukewarm as your pulse for the kingdom of God begins to slow down. And the grip of the serpent uh, tightens around your life. You have to recognize the attack. Sometimes it's subtle, uh, almost imperceptible. But an attack to be sure. One of the signs of a spiritual attack is physical fatigue. Keep in mind that we are created beings. We are spirit, soul, and body. They are interconnected. And so if my body becomes weak... It can allow things to get into my mind or my soul and allow things to negatively begin to affect my spirit. Is there anybody that can testify uh, if you've ever been sick for any length of time um, that there's a unique connection where you, you can easily start to become discouraged and you begin to view things in a distorted fashion and, and if you're not careful and you don't recognize the connection between your body and your spirit... In 1 Kings chapter 18 and 19, after praying down fire from heaven to consume his offering and then killing 850 of Jezebel's prophets of Baal and Asheroth, Elijah delivered a mighty blow to the kingdom of Jezebel that had to be tiring work, physically exhausting the praying, the emotions, the battle of, of, of killing 850 of her prophets. And it was then that Jezebel attacked. At the point of physical exhaustion, it was then that she attacked. And she sends her messenger to Elijah with a threat to kill him within 24 hours. Already worn down, he flees, traveling a full day into the wilderness. And when the adrenaline finally wears off, uh, he sits down under a tree uh, and he prays that he would die and then falls asleep. Anybody ever felt that way before? Lord, just take me now. All I want to do is sleep. All I want to do is escape the pressure. 
All I want to do is forget about the exhaustion and, and the circum. Come on, is there anybody in the building uh, that knows what I'm talking about? He prays that he would die uh, and then he falls asleep. Listen to me, many times we face our greatest attacks just before a great promotion or just after a great victory. Keep that in mind when you are going uh, through it. Uh, an attack uh, can be an indicator to you uh, that you are about to be uh, promoted uh, or evidence uh, that you just experienced uh, a great victory. As a pastor, if I'm going to get phone calls about trouble, it's going to happen on Monday. After people have shouted their way into victory, after people have stomped on the devil's head and prayed in the Holy Ghost, that's when the enemy attacks. But we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. Not today, devil. You got to learn how to wake up on a Monday morning. Uh, and when the attack comes to you, uh, you got to have a made of mind. Uh, not today, devil. Uh, I see your trick. Uh, I see your plan. Uh, I know your schemes. Uh, I'm not falling for it. Uh, I'm not responding to it. Uh, I'm not reacting. Come on, somebody. After that tremendous victory... Fatigue left Elijah open for attack and feeling like a failure. Fatigue in your body can wear on your mind. Your thoughts can become twisted, even thoughts of suicide. Elijah told God, I just want to die. But after he rested a while, an angel of the Lord awakened him and fed him. The next time you feel physical fatigue messing with your mind, you've got to recognize the attack. Jesus faced Satan after 40 days of fasting in the wilderness. His fatigue left him vulnerable. But my Bible tells me in Isaiah chapter 28, verse 11 through 12, for with a stammering lip and another tongue will he speak to this people to whom he said, this is the rest where with ye may cause uh, the weary to rest uh, and this uh, is uh, the refreshing uh, when you're feeling fatigue uh, you don't need to miss church uh, or sit in your pew uh, because you're tired uh, you don't need a nap uh, you need to get uh, to the house uh, of God uh, and start praying uh, in the Holy Ghost uh, something happens uh, when you start praying uh, in the Holy Ghost. There is a rest that comes from God and all of a sudden the weariness begins to fade and your mind becomes clear and the strength of the Lord begins to lift you up above the attack of the enemy. When I feel spiritually or physically fatigued, I push that much harder. 
<laughs> the times you see me the most exuberant in my worship are more than likely the times when I am feeling physically my most challenged because I've got a made-up mind that for every inch the devil pushes, I'm pushing back too. For every bit of resistance that the enemy brings my way, I'm going on the offense. Come on, somebody. God didn't create you to live on the defense, always defending, always retire. God created you to live on the offense offense uh, to put your foot forward uh, and let hell know you've got to learn how to pray in the Holy Ghost you got to learn to find a place uh, where you plug it's better than Tesla electricity stations it's better than super unleaded gasoline in your car's tank it's better than a shot of NOS in your engine. When you get plugged into the Holy Ghost, something begins. I may not get any further than this tonight, baby. I feel something stirring in the Holy Ghost. The devil doesn't know what to do with somebody that's got a prayer life. The devil doesn't know what to do with somebody that speaks in tongues. Walk into the house of God. Looking like a Neanderthal. All of a sudden you start praying in the Holy Ghost. God, I trust you today. You're the great God, Jehovah. You're, you're, I magnify your word. I magnify, I trust you. You start praying in the Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, do, 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 do. You'll walk in here like a little cat uh, and step out like a roaring uh, lion. Uh, you'll walk in here defeated, uh, but walk out of here uh, with victory in your Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Tell neighbor. The answer to your problem. Tell him the answer to your problem is a Holy Ghost prayer meeting. It'll fix anything. When you tap into God, it'll take care of everything. I wish I had somebody that believed that right now. I said you serve a God that sits high and he looks low and he's just waiting on you to ask him. He's just waiting on you to trust him. He's just waiting. I wish somebody would right now throw your hands in the air and just start speaking in other tongues. In the middle of my stress, in the middle of my fatigue, in the middle of my weariness, in the middle I don't need a Zantac. I need Jesus. I don't need a sleeping pill. I need Jesus. I don't need a Red Bull. I need Jesus. I don't need a Starbucks. I need Tell your neighbor you can pray your way through. You can pray your way through anything. 
You can pray your way through any attack. You can pray your way through any confusion. You can pray your way through any fear. You can pray your way through any kind of doubt. Your answer is Holy Ghost. Oh, the effectual, fervent prayer. The energetic, energetic prayer of a righteous man releases force. Availeth. When you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, there is force unleashed. There is momentum that is unleashed in your life. When you feel like sitting in your pew with your legs crossed, your arms crossed, and your eyes crossed, and your mouth closed, that's when you need to make up in your mind, I'm standing up. I'm going to get out of my pew and walk down to the altar. I'm going to go ahead and just run the aisle, Brother Steve, uh, even though I don't feel good tonight. Uh, why? Uh, because I'm going on the offense, uh, and there's nothing. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. You got to make up in your mind. I don't care if you're sitting on a row full of dead people. Tell him, excuse me, baby. I got to step over your cute purse. I'm sorry, honey. I don't mean to mess up your Dolce & Gabbana. I don't mean to mess up those pretty little shoes. But I've got to make a connection to heaven. I've got to make a connection to my source of power. I've got to make a connection to my... Help me, Jesus. You, you can sit there if you want to, uh, but baby, I'm about to plug in uh, to the greatest power uh, on the planet. Uh, you can sit there if you want to. I'm, I'm not even on my notes. I'm on my first point. This may just turn into an eight-week series. Some of you women need to get a revelation. The Bible says that you've got power on your head because of the angels. When you live in covenant with God and your hair is uncut and divorced, I wish I had a sister in the building that would get in the Holy Ghost. Don't you forget when the enemy comes against you that there is something on your head that commands the attention of the angelic Holy of God uh, and back in the day all uh, oh, ladies would walk in the church uh, and when it started getting bound up uh, they'd start pulling bobby pins uh, out of their hair uh, and their hair would start falling uh, and they'd start shouting uh, why because they were summoning uh, the heavenly host uh, of my God, there's some sisters uh, that ought to start getting back uh, to a place uh, of anointed worship. Uh, you ought to just try it tonight. Uh, you ought to just start moving your head, uh, swinging your hair. Uh, I got power, power, power on my head because of the age.
Boshai. You look it up. Even the darkness of evil understands the power of a woman's hair. How many of you understand that women in witchcraft who start to achieve the greatest heights quit cutting their hair? And when they do particular chants and seances, they pull their hair down and they'll whip their hair in the air. Why? Because they're trying to imitate uh, the power of God uh, that's connected to an apostolic woman uh, who is in color. You know why? Uh, because it's a sign uh, that I'm under authority. It's a sign that I'm under uh, the spout of authority. Uh, and when God sees somebody uh, that is submitted, uh, God will issue power uh, and authority uh, in your... That's why you got to learn to just turn loose uh, and let the devil know I find you. Uh, Satan, uh, in the not today, devil, uh, when the devil starts pressing you, uh, just pull out your hairpiece. Uh, just pull out your bobby pin uh, and start letting it. Not today, devil. Uh, not today, Satan. Uh, I wish somebody would take about 30 seconds. Not my babies. Not today. You're not going to disrupt my household today. You're not going to steal my peace. You're not going to steal my joy. Not today, Satan. ahead sister Rebecca you're healed in Jesus name you're healed go ahead I wish some women would get around her right now you're healed in Jesus name Satan the blood of Jesus is against you sickness the blood of Jesus not today Satan not today. I've got a work to do for God. I've got a call on my life. I've got purpose in my I've got a future. I've got a hope. Come on. Somebody right now just pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm talking to somebody that's watching online right now in your living room. I dare you to stand up uh, in the middle of your living room uh, and start giving God uh, the praise. Uh, start praying in the Holy Ghost. Uh, start speaking. Hey! Power. Power on your head. Honor on your head. My God, I want to keep on preaching, uh, but I feel something stirring uh, in the Holy Ghost right now. Uh, I need some men that know how to pray. Uh, I need some men uh, that'll lift up your voice uh, and begin to roar uh, in the spirit. Uh, 
something happens when a man opens his mouth and starts speaking in tongues. Something happens when a man begins to pray with dominion and authority and power. Yay! Yeah! My God, lift your hands. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, I dare you, sir. Begin to take authority. Brother Brian, go ahead. Come on, Brother Brian, go ahead. Turn it loose, son. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Go ahead, Brother Daniel. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Not today, devil. Not today, Satan. Not today. Not today. My God, somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Something's breaking loose uh, in the building right now. Uh, something's breaking. Come on, Pastor Spalaza. Uh, intercede in the Holy Ghost uh, over our young people. Uh, come on, Pastor Hammond. Uh, intercede in the Holy Ghost uh, over our babies. Uh, come on. Somebody needs to declare war uh, on the devil tonight. Uh, somebody needs to draw a line uh, in the sand tonight. Come on, I need some sisters uh, to turn loose tonight. Uh, I need some sisters uh, that aren't trying to look cute uh, to turn loose tonight. Uh, and my God, my God, my God. Rabo Yonarabo Shatai. Feel the power of God surging in this house. Go ahead, Sister Cammy. Let God use you tonight. Go ahead, Sister Navaletta. Let the Holy Ghost use you tonight. Yeah! Yeah! Not today, devil. Not today, Satan. I'm not falling for your traps. I'm not falling for your lies. I'm not falling for your tricks. Come on. Come on, pray. I want to keep preaching. But the Holy Ghost uh, is putting it in action. Uh, I want to keep on preaching. Uh, but the Holy Ghost uh, is putting it in. Go. 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 
Go! 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 My God, your answer is one prayer meeting away. Your answer is one Holy Ghost prayer. Yes! 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 Come on, tap in right now. Tap in right now. Tap in right now. Somebody follow the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody reach over right now and begin to pray with somebody right now in the Holy Ghost. Reach over, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Go! 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 That's the sound of a breakthrough tonight. That's the sound of liberty tonight. That's the sound of victory tonight. Yes! Yes! Go! 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 Chains are being broken. Walls are coming down. Strongholds are being... Strongholds are coming down right now. Go! 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 Yes! 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 There it is! Go ahead, Sister Alina! Go ahead, Sister Alita. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Yes! 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 I'm not victory.